The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. You told a story two times this week about what it takes to get to that leadership position, and it was for people that were aspiring to become that. Can you replay that story? Because I think it's really powerful. Sure. Yeah, I was, I was, I was talking to some of our emerging leaders here and I was talking about, you you know, the, uh, the aspiration to drive large things. Everybody wants to, you know, sort of be the leader, be the, you know, be the coach, be the quarterback, that kind of stuff. But in many cases, you know, they, they, they try to jump past all the little steps that it takes to get there. And, and I was, I had, uh, I remember, you know, I, you know, I was one of these, these people at one point too, right. You know, sort of <laughs> want to get up, you, you know, no, drive you. And, yeah, right? <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, I remember my dad early, early on, cause you know, my dad is, is, as I think I've told you, you know, had company businesses and he had us working in them and, and I was, was next, 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 you know, what I wanted to do in it. And, and I remember him sitting me down one time and he's just like, I can't, you can't do that bigger task there until I can rely on you to do these small tasks here. So take care of these things first, and then I will evolve you into larger projects. And, and I, you know, we, I, I remember that story cause it's, it's really poignant and it's very, very true today. You know, if you don't take care of the, the small details and get your house in order, I mean, it, it starts in many homes with just literally making your bed, right? Yep. Get up, make your bed. Yep. Right. Uh, I know that's, uh, you know, the military talks about this a lot. I was just going to say, right. if you watch any military leadership you know. topic, they'll talk about the importance of making your bed, but it's that feeling of pride and accomplishment yeah. that comes from completing the first task of the day and taking pride in, in what you own and what you've worked towards. Yeah, that, that, that ability to check off a to-do, you know, uh, drives a lot of you know, a lot of people, yeah, it does. you know, it's that you look back and say, done, done, done. It, it puts a bounce back in your step, specifically when it's been a tougher day, when you can look back and say, that wasn't such a bad day. Look at all the movement that I had there. Right. And, and so the, 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 the problem I, I think is, you know, we, we've begun to raise people who are, you want it now, right. Which is not necessarily yeah. anything wrong with that. You know, they're also used to getting it now in many cases, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, getting a trophy now just for participation, that kind of stuff, right? And and so we've raised a, a culture that is is used to jumping past lots of the steps that should be in place that build the foundational skills in many cases that you need to really effectively lead. And hundred percent agree. And yeah, I was gonna say, you know, you obviously have evolved very fast here, right? At Rebel, you know, but 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 it was lots and lots and lots of little steps in between. We didn't go from point A to point, yep. you know, X, right? Yeah. I mean I'll say your story in a different way because you won't you won't curse, but it's like you can't get the big shit until you take care of the small shit. Right. And I think that that sticks with people because that is how you grow. You learn from every little micro decision, every little thing that makes you feel good. Okay, wait, something was there. I just did this one thing, but I saw a light bulb change or I accomplished something and I made progress towards a bigger goal. But the more you compound that stuff and you start taking care of massive amounts of small things, all of a sudden you're, you're forming your style as a leader and you're forming your, your own brand. And people are coming around with you because they know that 
when you set forth to say you're going to do that thing, you do that thing. So there's like all sorts of tentacles to this one yeah. principle that people start to observe about you and trust in you. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was telling you a story earlier in the week as well about New York City is famous for, you know, ba- back in the late 80s, early 90s, it was a more crime-ridden, dirty city, right? And the mayor at that time, you know, the way the story goes, doubled down on, doubled the cops, doubled down on minor infractions. So an example would be you toss the cup not into the trash can, but it hit the street. If they caught you doing it, there were real fines, right? And, and people began to realize that, wait a minute, there's repercussions for these little things. Mm-hmm. And little by little, it started to clean it up, clean it up, clean it up, clean it up. Until, you know, you fast forward just a little bit of time, everybody is now paying attention to these little details. You wake wake up and it, it, it the funny thing about little details is they move quickly into mid-sized things and then, and then quickly into larger things, but it begins mm-hmm. to affect the way that you think and the pride with which you do in everything, right? You know, 100%. so that's why that bed making your bed in the morning is so, is so important, you know, from right. symbolism, right? Get up, get it done, right? You know, make sure that's done. Now let's do this next task. Let's do this next task. And and that that's a lot of the thinking we're trying to get here at Rubble with the leadership is, you know, when you think about tackling large mountains of, of tasks, right? It, it has to begin with the small tasks first. It's so right? true. There, I was watching a, net, a new Netflix series the other day called Seven Days Out. And the principle was about, like the seven days leading up to a big event and what goes into that. But this one episode was about a restaurant in New York city and they're the best. They're the very best restaurant. And it's led by two co-owners. But what, how they describe that one owner was that he's insanely intent on making sure every single detail is precise. And people think he's kind of crazy about it. Right. But you're watching how he does it. And I was, as I'm watching, I'm thinking about leadership because it's the things that people don't see that makes up how they describe that bigger person, that personality that walks in the room. But it's that he was sitting, one short story about it, he's sitting on a couch and he's like, this is not going to work for me. And they're all looking at him like, the couch is beautiful. I don't understand. We're, we're two days away. And he's like, it needs to be softer. This hurts me. Does this hurt you? And he's just fan, like, just fanatic about getting this right. And he's having everybody come try out the couch. Come try out the couch. Is this comfortable? It's not comfortable. So much so that all of his staff are like hosing it down. They're steaming it down to get it to the right comfort level. But to him, it was like, that's a precise detail that a customer will talk about if it's not comfortable. And that it's all going into this bigger picture brand that we're trying to build. And that the attention to the tiny stuff is what makes you feel amazing and prideful, not only about yourself as the leader of that room, but about the company that you're you're working for, the people that you work with. Yeah, it, it, it's well said. I mean, d- details matter. I mean, you've heard the devils in the details. But if you think about a relationship with a new prospect that turns into customers, the speed with which you respond, the tone the follow-up, you know, the proactivity, all those little things are versions of that sofa story you just told, exactly. right? Um, you know, you know that I'm a little bit of perfectionist just like you are, you know, and I'll, I'll walk into a room and you see me, like, fix the picture because it bothers me, and I can't, <laughs> I can't sit still until it's done. It's a very similar to that sofa story, right? Exactly. You know, I, as you know, I reset the furniture at the office every day to put it back at its starting place because I want every day to start in its most optimal position for success yep. for the day, right? I know it, it sounds kind of crazy, but... I feel like if you were to walk into the office the next day and it's everything is 
where it was the night before, it's like, well, that's okay. We're just, we're, it's right. not, it's not crisp. It's not sharp. It's not, we're not ready to go. We're not ready on point. To me, it's a little bit of symbolism, but it's also just a, a way of thinking of just getting everything ready to begin for the optimal performance. Right. And what I see in that story, because I do see you doing that, and I see the persistence and the drive and the dedication to this place, this feeling that we're building, the business, the people in it. I see everybody as a part of that, though, because wouldn't you have to do that less if everybody was doing the small stuff? picking up the washing their dish in the sink of which I've been a culprit. You know, it's like when you, when you stop and think about it, turn, adjusting your chair, putting, pushing the chair back in, turning the lights off. It's like, if we all are doing that small stuff, it can really be similar to that New York city story you shared earlier. Yeah. It's exactly the same idea. You know, I, I mentioned to you earlier, someone in the company had just said that very thing to me, you know, he came in earlier this week and said, I apologize. And I said, what, what happened? He said, well, someone told me you put my chair back yesterday. <laughs> and I laughed and I said, oh, sorry, that's on me. I just, I want everything back in its right place to start the day. But I appreciate that you care about that. I, I wanted to just go back to what you said a second ago, because you're, you're dancing around, you know, the other word we use here a lot. You know, we talk about drive, we're talking about details, but the other D word is discipline, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you can't, just have drive and you can't just have aspiration without discipline and and little doing the little things right the biggest thing you need is is discipline right in other words you have to be disciplined to do it every day even though you don't feel like it you wake up and you still do it even if you're exhausted you still do it you know um and i i found that's the difference between people who say they want to do great things and seem to have the drive to want to do great things but the willingness to put in the time, the, the, the pain, right? If you think about, put it in a sports metaphor, everybody wants to show up on Sunday or Saturday and play the game, right? That's when the lights are on and so forth. But I, you know, you've heard this a million times. It, that's not when the results are made, right? The results are made on the nights, on the week, you know, in the summer when you're prepping all the weights and all the running and all, all that stuff that's happening behind the scenes are the details and the discipline that gets you primed and ready for when you're really game time. And I, I see a lot, of, a lot of this is connected. Sports and business and life are very connected, right? You know, and I, I think what we're trying to teach here is attention to details matter, but it isn't just today. Attention to details matter tomorrow and forever and ever, amen, right? You keep doing it over and over and over. And if you, if you turn around, like, you know, we do periodically, you and I will look back and say, holy cow, look how far this has moved, mm-hmm. right? But it only moved, because, you know, we built a small army of people who are trying to pay attention to these details and make sure that everything is happening the way it should every single day. Absolutely. Right? And it makes the victory so much sweeter yeah. than if you just showed up on game day and you won. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, who wants to do that? Like, the fun stuff is in those details and doing it with people that care as much as you. That's why you, we surround ourselves with people that are passionate like we are and share the same values and beliefs and, like, yeah, I'm contributing to this bigger thing. I'm contributing to this because I believe in where we're going, but I also want to grow myself and aspire to be that that person around me that I that means so much to me. You know, I think a lot of people have that ability to see it, but they don't stop and look up, right? Like you you can physically see people in their phones and this entire culture that we now have that goes across every generation is looking down all the time. But if you just lift your head up 
and observe and pause and take in what's going on around you, it really is a beautiful thing. Yeah, there's a, it reminds me of a, a line from Yoda where he's talking to Luke Skywalker. He's, he's basically criticizing him. He says, you know, that he's, his mind is always on the future. In Yoda speak, I'm not going to try to do that. <laughs> you should. Not, you know, not, not on the moment in time, right? And, and, and you know, what, what we're saying here is today matters. What you do today matters because it builds for your tomorrow, right? You can't begin to dwell on your tomorrow without having taken care of your today, right? Um, it, 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 building your mind and the muscles surrounding intellect and so forth are very similar to building your body. You, you don't go from lifting 100 pounds right. to 250 pounds overnight. It's incremental steps, incremental steps, incremental steps. And again, these are these attention to details that I'm talking about. You can't, you can't, you can't stop doing this or you'd be amazed at how quickly you start to slide back the other direction, just like with your physical body. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 um, so those are, those are the interesting parallels to me to sports and business and life. Right. I mean, think about the, it's, it's really the recurring tasks that are not as exciting, but that make up the big picture. So like another example would be laundry, right? You're not going to have clean clothes unless you do the laundry every couple of days and it's staring you in the face as this task that you don't really want to do. I don't know who likes doing laundry. I don't. Um, but it's like no one else is going to do that. And there's a responsibility in that. There's a responsibility to your household to keep things clean, to keep picking up after yourself. But when you look around it and realize like, oh, you are the co-head of the household or head of the household, like there's no one else this is falling on but you. And that's very similar to leadership. Like there's no one else to delegate that task to, whether you want to do it or not. And there's a responsibility there. There's an expectation there that that when everybody else comes in that next day, that all that stuff is magically done. So yeah, you know, it's it, it's. I was going to give a couple of the parallels to what you said. You know, think think about details like this. You don't pay attention to the details of packing up your stuff in the morning and forget your power cord. You come to work. You lost that time into the office. You can only work for an hour or so while your battery is charged. Now you got to go back and get your car and just think about the inefficiency because you didn't pay attention to that little detail. You, your batteries are dying in your mouse, so you steal them from the remote and the TV, and you don't think anything of it <laughs> to replace them. The you don't think anything of it to replace it, but along comes the next presentation, you know, and they're struggling to get the TV on, don't know there's not batteries, but because you didn't bother to replace them or tell, see, these little these details matter. Right. And, and they matter in all kinds of ways. Like I messaged you last week about the cream as you, as you may remember. Yeah. Right. And I was thinking about being gone for a couple of days and people not having cream in their coffee and what kind of yep. chaos that might cause. It did. And I looked in both offices, there was no cream, but then I, while you were gone, I channeled you and was like, what would Bryn do if I told him the story? He would just order the cream. So order the cream. Right. right? So it's like, so I did. Right. <laughs> but it's that if I was just going in my normal tasks and, and doing things the way I'd always done, I would just tell you about it because you always took care of it. But I think that's what, what people are not seeing when they're, when they're talking about like to their manager, for example, what do I need to do to get to that next level? Tell me what that path is. It's hard to put a finger on what that path is. There is no perfect subway map. It's, it's the little stuff that, that we do observe and watch and notice. And it's, it doesn't mean it's like you're the most killer person with this one deliverable or you crushed a client presentation. All of that matters too. But it's, I don't know, to me, it's more about like that care and that drive and that persistence and, and the pride 
in those little things that that person knows it's far greater than just the physical output of their work. We, we are a high expectation organization, right? We have high expectations of ourselves. Uh, we have high expectations of the people that work here. When you walk into a business, you can immediately feel whether it's a, it's a high expectation organization or not. And you can observe it by the weeds in the parking lot, you know, the, the no candy in the candy bowl, nobody to agree, whatever it is. There's hundreds of ways it manifests itself here. What we say here about, uh, you know, this sort of attention to detail and, this, and the little things and so forth is when we hire you to do a job here, the minimum is not just showing up and doing the job that you were hired to do, right? That's, that is, that's just getting by, right? Yeah. In many organizations, that is the job and that's the expectation and that's good enough. That's not good enough here. Not for people... Uh, in life, uh, let me say that another way. It's not good enough in life, not just at Rebel, just to do the things that you've been hired to do. The, what we're looking for, what we're measuring is the things above and beyond that you're doing to bring value to yourself and to the organization that's not in that job description, mm-hmm. where how you volunteer uh, on, on other places, where you connect dots quickly, where you, where you, where you ask for more, where you, you, you get involved in things that aren't necessarily right in your lane. Those are, the, those are the people that are, are moving the quickest here and the quickest through life, right? And, and that's what we're really watching, if, yeah. if you think about it, right? They're, they're, they, those that understand that in life and here understand that, that we have needs as an organization and we've hired you to fill a very specific need, but that, it doesn't stop there. And if you would simply just reverse the roles for a minute, in other words, try to sit in your chair for a minute mm-hmm. and say, if I were Allison... Would it be helpful to her if I stepped out of my lane and did this and this without her asking me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you see that happen, it feels magical at first until people start to get the sense of it that that's actually the expectation to excel. That's how you excel in life, you know, taking on those additional things, pushing yourself, pushing yourself to keep excelling. And, and, and those are the folks that go the, the, the furthest, the fastest when they, when they start to act and think that way. A hundred percent agree. And we talk about this all the time about anticipation. Those are the people who are not, they're, they're prioritizing themselves, of course, but they're also putting something else ahead of them. That is also a priority, which is like aspiring to be more aspiring to anticipate what that other person needs. That's the empathy piece that we talk about all the time, the role reversal. Um, But it goes it goes so much farther and it does feel like magic. I use that word all the time when people shock me with like, oh, I already took care of this thing before you had to ask because I knew you were going to ask me. That that shows like, A, you're leading them in the right way, but also they are hearing and learning and growing from that. And that's all the, that's I put, I put the high. I, I try to say this over and over. I put the highest value on the activities I see happening in the organization that I and or you did not initiate. Mm-hmm. When I see activities happening that move things forward that didn't come from a meeting you and I had and put it in motion, that's why I really want to go out of my way and say that was super helpful. The, yep. the empathy that you said a moment ago, I know we've talked about this in the past, and obviously we talk about it here all the time, this ability to just step outside of yourself for just one second and put yourself in the shoes of the other individual and say, what would, what would be helpful for me to do to help this person. If you just simply reverse the roles for just one second and did that constantly in situations, whether it's client interactions or, or your own, your teammates, I think you'd be amazed at how quickly you can begin to anticipate what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing that's most impressive to me is when you hear about some something amazing that happened with a junior resource or somebody who's not in a position of leadership and you're like, hell yeah, good job. That was awesome. But the even better part about that is when you find out that there was a leader behind the scenes yeah. getting that person motivated and they didn't take credit for it and they didn't self-promote or gloat or take the take the credit for that person. Like that is the most powerful step in that trajectory towards leadership. When I see that humility and like the humbleness that comes from not talking about how you were involved in it, it's it's hard to do that because you want to you want to give yourself credit so that people know like, "Hey, I was behind the scenes like kicking my flippers like a little swan, you know, behind it." But when you don't do that, it goes even further. The inverse here is also true. If you try to take credit for something you didn't do, it's amazing how quickly that comes out in the wash. And, right. and you know, I told you the story, you know, I told you the story about the, the scene in the Bible about the, the get the honored guest who walks into the room and, and he sits in the back and, and the people that are hosting and say, no, 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 you come up here. This is your seat. You're in the front, Right. And the moral of the story is it's much better for you to have taken this back seat as a leader than mm-hmm. to have walked in and assumed that you were the head of the table and for them to have to come up and remove you and say, no, 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 you're out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I told you how that story always stuck with me. But it's, it's, le- leadership is a version of that, that humble, quiet, not necessarily needing to have the light cast on you. You know, we as an organization are going to find this out, as, as yeah. you've seen, right? You're, you don't need to tell us in many cases that, that you were the one behind the scenes. It, right. com- it comes out in the wash. Right. And, and we're trying to do a really good job of saying privately, I know that came from you. Fantastic job. Keep doing that because it's, it's, it's building yeah. on the momentum of all of these other folks who, who don't necessarily get sort of those opportunities, yep. which is where all the strength is. So to close this out, like what, what type of like tough love would you give to the next person that, comes your way where they're like, I want to get to that next level. Who's looking for the immediacy of that? Like, what do I need to do to get to the next level? Well, I mean, do your homework is the first thing I would say, right? You know, make sure you are preparing, over-preparing and preparing some more for all those things in and around the task that you've been assigned to so that when the opportunity strikes, it's like, it's like a quarterback in football. You don't know when the starter is going to go down, but you better be ready. You better know the playbook. You better know what you're supposed to be calling because you you just don't know when opportunity is going to drop out of the sky. So you have to be ready, and and that's on you, right? It's always on you. It's not on the organization. You know, we try to do a job of coaching and providing all that kind of stuff, but you have to take responsibility for yourself to prepare yourself in and around what the company is giving you to get ready for prime time. Mm-hmm. If you do not do that, you will not move through the life quickly. Right. So. Do your homework, take responsibility, I guess would be my, my short answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's not an easy answer. And and I would say, like, to build on that is, like, that there is no map. And if and if we were following a map, wouldn't that be so much less fun? Yeah. It's like the, the joy of becoming a leader someday is the, is the fact that you're just taking every day as it comes. And, yes, you're looking into the future, but you're learning and actually – listening to those who are trying to help you and coach you and mentor you and you're seeing the growth in and of yourself but no one needs to tell you how exactly to do that because there is no there is no blueprint there is no 
map, I keep saying, you know. There's no Google Maps. There's no Google Maps for this. It's just trust that the leaders who are already in positions of leadership are listening and they're watching and they're observing all the small stuff even greater than all the big stuff. Thank you. Thank you.